0: Hello, welcome to the Design for a Living podcast with Chelsea Coriel. On this week's episode, we are joined by a special guest where we discuss window treatments and fabric vendors. But most importantly, how to set up your own account with fabric companies to increase profit by offering custom window treatments. Hi everyone, welcome to episode five on the Design for a Living podcast We are so excited by all the love and support we've gotten from you. Thank you so much for following along and we hope you enjoy this week's episode. Chelsea, Pam, welcome.
1: So today I wanted to bring in a special guest, Pamela Crawford. She is actually someone that when I first met her, she came in in a business um, capacity. She came in as one of our reps as we were just opening our new design store here in Washington. And we just hit it off right away. We realized we had so much in common, like our backgrounds and the years of designing. And then she told me that her parents, actually she grew up with her parents running a drapery workroom and doing window treatments her whole life. So she's kind of been raised in the design world. And so every time she comes in, we have a blast and that, and we share that we're both gluten intolerant and she brings (laughs) treats that I can eat, which I love. But I really wanted you guys to hear from someone, and I told her I wanted to talk about like what it's what it means to open your own accounts, what it means like to go to a design center and work with a fabric showroom or, you know, window treatments, she knows window treatments. And I've always said window treatments are such a great way to make money as an interior designer. You, there just aren't enough hours in the day to make all of your money by your hourly. You have to be able to sell products and to, to be able to mark products up. And window treatments are the best way to do that because not everyone can do it. And especially custom window treatments, you've got a tricky room or a tricky window, or you want something really specific. You can't just go to the store and buy that. You have to have them made. And it intimidates a lot of people, which means it intimidates designers and especially new designers. So...
2: I will let Pamela introduce herself and tell everyone a little bit about your background. Okay. So my name is Pamela Crawford, as Chelsea said. I am a rep for Fabricut.
1: My favorite fabric vendor, by the way. So
2: it's, it goes with several lines. Fabricut, Trend Stroheim, S. Harris, and Vervain. Mm-hmm. Um, we, all, we have a drapery workroom and I do a lot of, I help a lot of clients with that, with quotes and that sort of thing. And my background is my parents had a drapery workroom, and showroom. So at 18, instead of going on a date Friday night, I got thrown into the workroom (laughs) to sew some drapes. So that was fun. Um, So as people tell me, I've forgotten more than most people know. Chelsea was saying that draperies are a great place to make money. They really are. If you know draperies, you will always have a job in this business. Yes. Even in a downturn. Yes. Because people always need to cover their windows. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great, great place to be. And they're not as hard. They are detailed, but they're not as hard as people make them seem. So learning it, I think is a great idea. Um, I was a designer for 30 years and then Uh I became a rep. So, and that's how I met Chelsea. We've even designed, we found out today, in
1: some of the same neighborhoods. Yes. In California, in California, California. Rancho Santa Fe. Yes. Yeah. And so
2: have a lot in common and uh-huh. love uh, Chelsea's teaching of the designers and that sort of thing. It's amazing because I've always loved, loved to mentor designers myself and exactly. guide them. So I think that's wonderful.
1: Well, and you and I, both, we have the same philosophy about design and working with clients, listening to clients, which how many times can I say that? Um,
2: Two ears and one mouth. Use them yes, accordingly. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> and, and like we were discussing this morning about um, not just listening to the clients, but giving the client what they want. And I know I sound like a broken record. I say that in every every podcast. But but that's so important. But that's what made me successful. Mm-hmm. I get the jobs that other people don't because I listen and I I want to make them happy it's not about some monument to myself that i'm just hoping to get in a magazine right that's a career
2: yes I and mean, i probably got more clients because of listening mm-hmm. than anything else mm-hmm. and hearing yeah. what they said and they'd when the design job was done they'd say how did you know that's what i wanted yes well i listened exactly and, we, and we've been in
1: this business enough that you kind of you get to read signals, you get to, to get a feel for people and know this is what they're saying. They don't know, they don't know, um, they're trying to describe something to you and they're not using the right words, And but <laughs> we've been in the business so long, right? That you understand contemporary is a million different things. Oh yes. So you keep asking questions. What does contemporary mean? And do we blah. need
2: mid-century modern? Do we need actual exactly. contemporary? Do we need high modern? What are, where are we going with this?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, the one question that I get a lot is, you know, how do I open accounts? Uh, maybe you live near a design center, maybe you mm-hmm. don't, but
2: I really wanted Pamela to talk about, because um, it's, it's not scary. No, it's actually a lot easier than people realize because I have t- people tell me all the time, well, can't I just buy this yard of fabric without opening an account? Sure you can. You can op- buy it from a store or that type of thing, but no, you can't buy it wholesale without an account. Uh, and it is easy. It's a five minute application, not just for fabric, but for all of the fabric lines, five minute application, you fill it out. You do normally have to have your resale license, depending, mm-hmm. depending on the state you're in with us, um, our main office is in Tulsa. So everybody has to have a resale license purchased from us and fill it out, send in your resale license 24 hours later, you've got an account super yeah. easy.
1: Now where it comes into, um, you know, beginner designers, compared to experienced designers, it, it's the volume that you buy is a different price level that you pay. I mean, in,
2: in some cases, you have to be a pretty high level volume to get anything other than the regular net. Yeah. Um, but yes, that's absolutely true. The regular net is still great as a yeah. beginning designer. And again, there's so many sources for beginning designers to have handholding, if you will, mm-hmm. um, your design centers, your, um, showrooms, all of that is there to help you. And so there's, there's nothing to be scared of.
1: Yeah. Don't worry if you don't know there are people like, you know, myself and my that are here to help. <laughs> exactly. You know, especially when you're getting into window treatments and again, even experienced designers. I mean, we were talking with a friend of yours as an experienced designer, right?
2: And she's terrified. She is terrified. And she's worked with me for years And I have done, I worked with this designer that Chelsea met this morning and we're very good friends and we were having lunch and stopped in here. And I've worked with her for probably seven years and I handheld her at the first place that we worked together with window coverings. She literally would hand me her window covering jobs. Now here's the thing, window coverings are one of the best places to make money in this industry. And so she would literally be doing a furniture plan for a client. Want to put window coverings in, be scared of it, and hand it to me to make the money. Yeah. So yeah. You're was, letting uh, money, yep, just leaving yeah. money on the table right yeah. there. And I worked with a place um, years ago where a fairly high level designer that refused to do window coverings until I came on. She's like, You do all the window coverings. I'm like, Cause she, Because she was scared of it. This was yeah. an educated, d- design educated person who'd been in the industry for years and just wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah. And there are people to help you. Well, and times have
1: changed, right? When I started, you know, and, and again, Fabricut, that is the company, the the uh, fabric vendor that Pamela works for, she's my rep, right? These are all industry terms you learn and you'll get to learn, right? Yes. Um, I've always really leaned on my reps and because and not just like doing the window treatments. I understand window treatments. I I can figure that out, but when you're really busy and you've got a company that has thousands of fabrics, sometimes if you're looking for something very specific, it just saves time and to call my rep when I was in California, mm-hmm. actually when I was working ranch of Santa Fe yeah. my fabric rep was so amazing, and there I needed like a it was like a fuchsia leopard or something really specific and I called her and you know, within three days, I had memos in my mailbox.
2: Well, that's what, because we that's what they're there. Yeah, yeah, That's what we're to there help. for. So I have, I get texts and emails daily, multiple asking me to find certain fabrics or certain looks or replace fabrics that they found at another vendor that's not available anymore. All mm-hmm. sorts of things like that. Often because we have thousands of fabrics, I don't always know off the top of my head, but often I have the time to to do the research myself. If I don't, I have a team that does it for me. Yeah. So I can find out within 24 hours what we have that's close to what you're looking for. And that's what we're here for. And on that same token with window coverings and hardware and that sort of thing, if you're afraid of doing a quote, again, that's what your rep is here for. To handhold you through these things that you don't know yet. The goal is to get you to a place where you're comfortable with it. But for sure, that's... That's what we do.
1: Yeah, and
2: and I I fell
1: in love with Fabrica, to be honest because of my rep because oh, she was absolutely.
2: amazing. Absolutely,
1: and I also love fabrica And and if anyone's you know taking my course, you you get the vendor list right of all my favorite vendors that I've used. Fabrica was always number one on my list because you have it was I always said it was like like a high end Toyota kind of an Infinity exactly like it's not cheap it's not Schumacher right know, it's not that. But it's a great place for families, for residential, for and for me because that was mostly the projects I did. I love the way the books were organized. I love the way that you know, and the price point was fantastic. Now, something else to explain to newbies, um, because again, Pamela also reps for these others, S. Harris and Trend, but in the upholstery world and in the fabric world. They were probably all. They were independent companies. Maybe at they one were hit point, they bought them.
2: Yes, that, that's but exactly. But Fabricat as a yes.
1: parent company purchased them, and it's the best way to describe it is sort of like cars because we do understand cars. Yes, that a Toyota makes a Lexus, so you know a Schumacher was, is a Lexus. Yes, <laughs> and the Fabrikat would be the Toyota, mm-hmm. and then Trend might be.
2: Mm, a hyundai still, yeah Hyundai. Yeah. Are- yeah yeah and then of course s harris is going to be yes. your your lexus or even your bmw yeah a little higher yeah. end and yeah. then your vervain is going to be your <gasps> ferrari <gasps> oh vervain is so a <laughs> rolls gorgeous. royce i think it's more of a rolls royce um oh, i love vervain. and then stroheim let's see what's stroheim stroheim is another high-end one luxury i I would put that in the Lexus category oh, uh, for sure. Or higher. Very classy. A little higher, but very yeah. kind of a classic line. Yeah, so. you're gonna get,
1: you know, more you get your mohairs, your cashmere, your exclusive prints, oh, things yeah. made in Paris, you know. Yes. <laughs> They're beautiful. Italy, yes, Just beautiful. Love it. Um, but knowing the difference, again, you open the account with one with Fabricut, and you have access to all of to them. To all of them. Absolutely. So the thing that I was starting to say that um has been the biggest change, and the thing that I, has saved me so much time is that I used to have to open your design accounts with a fabric vendor, go find a to the trade only show or you know drapery workroom yes. like your parents did. Yep, because you don't want something that's just a, um, you know, a store where anyone can walk in off the streets and then compare prices, and you need right. to have a workroom, and it's someone that that you know, you can tell them exactly what you want. You can say, I want this banding down this edge. I want a weighted hem. I want, you used to have to find a workroom for that. But
2: now companies do
1: that. And Fabricut has a
2: great workroom. Thank you. Well, you you know, a lot of fabric companies are starting to have workrooms. um, And there's a reason behind it. A lot of the workrooms, and and again, coming from a workroom family, a lot of workrooms are literally aging out. It's a, oh, yeah. it's a lost art. Yeah. It's S- a skill. There's it's a, like upholstery. Yes. Try to find an upholsterer. And there's <laughs> a handful that have a young person that's going to take over the, for yep. them. But my my mom is like, baby, I'm 72 years old. I'm, I'm going to be done with this soon. Yeah. And so a lot of them are are aging out. And fabric companies that have a workroom are what's going to take the place of that. Yep. And so I encourage designers to learn which fabric companies have it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: what their specialties are, and what you like and you don't like, because of course I'm going to tell you to use Fabrica, <laughs> of course, but it it may or may not be the right fit. It's up to you to look at the different fabric companies and make that decision.
1: Yeah, and again, and, you know, I'm not making this is not a promotion by any means. Um, that I'm making anything off of for Fabrica. I honestly <laughs> have always liked them. Again, it's my go to. Everything you need, you can find. But I, I'm. <laughs> Pamela, she didn't really come into my life with the workroom part until later. I had already started using another workroom when we opened the store, and struggled and struggled and struggled through that. And then when I finally see the your order form online, it's so it's easy. Very it's user like, Click, 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 yep. click. Done.
2: Every new designer I mean, that I work with is like, that's it. Exactly. I was like, that's yes. it. The hardest I mean, you, part of it's going to be yeah. learning to measure. Yeah. That's well, now we'll talk about that another in day. a sec. Sorry. Well, I want to, because I want, I
1: don't, I want, I always try to give just enough fear to new designers so they understand you got to take this business seriously mm-hmm. because there are repercussions. You have people's homes in your hands.
2: Absolutely. And
1: that's a lot of responsibility. And when you're dealing with big numbers, that can all, if you make a mistake,
0: and that's on you <laughs> yes. why again
1: don't be afraid if you make a quote once you get to the point where you're comfortable you know especially these days everyone just wants single with panels or double with panels right you know it's not like the old days with the swags and jabots and <laughs>
2: we were talking and, about you know, that this morning <laughs> fabric i think mean,
1: poor fabric manufacturers the mills you know these are these are not the heydays no
2: layers and layers of fabric i remember that Mm-hmm. i hate to age myself but the oh, 80s no. the yeah oh sure in the, the 90s we did a house once with my parents where they had um balloon <laughs> shades uh-huh side panels
1: because they don't do them anymore
2: <laughs> <laughs> side panels and balloon oh. balances so layer up- oh and i forgot upholstered walls
1: Oh my! Gosh. Oh, and it because, would look like such a yes,
2: all in the same fabric,
1: wedding cake of fluff oh, oh, and frills and yes. poof.
2: And back then it was fabulous. Oh yeah! I mean, imagine eighties
1: sleeves.
2: Yes, exactly. right, like a Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> with <a, laughs> like your sleeves,
1: but they did those as window treatments.
2: Exactly, bishop
1: sleeve window oh, treatment.
2: No, yes, yes, I remember. Right? Bishop you guys sleeve. have to Google oh the stuff. Yes, it's, it's it's very interesting. I mean, I'll
1: post them on my website or on the Facebook you page.
2: Should. Because it is, it, but it's it's style. You know, it's just
1: what I comes in and bring goes back out.
2: Bishop sleeves. I think we could.
1: We could totally bring back bishop sleeves. And I keep telling her we need to come up with a new invention for window treatments that everyone has to have because they are great. It sets you apart. From just a Schmo house, you went and bought stuff at Target and threw well, it's it together, the icing and, and, and on the a cake.
2: professionally
1: designed, yes.
2: it's icing beautiful, on the cake. I it really say is. It's like mascara on on the eyes because uh-huh. they say windows are the eyes of the home, oh, right? Look so at it's you. the mascara, no in
1: the lingo. <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but but these are things that, again, it,
1: it whether it's blinds, whether it's drapes, whether it's they can still be expensive.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: you have to take your measuring seriously it's not scary it's using a tape measure you're not it's even having really to do the math nice. just write down the measurements the correctly details.
2: yeah
1: um but i wanted you to tell him a story about the
2: a little mistake
1: just a little mistake that you
2: made that um cost a lot of money so potentially yeah so the mistake was and it was literally regarding details so i had a job that had multiple moving parts. And what I mean by that was there was fabric, there was draperies, there was furniture, there was all the different things. And in writing, I wrote everything down. I had my, I usually do a spreadsheet, which is a great idea to keep things in order. I'm sure you guys have worked through things like that, but I normally do a spreadsheet. I did my spreadsheet. When it was time to do the quote, I had an assistant who I sent an email to, to do the quote I was so busy. I did not double check the quote and I missed a number. I said $20 instead of $29. Now that's not a big deal. If (laughs) you're doing four yards, Mm -hmm. this was 900 (laughs) yards of fabric. So it was a large, large mistake. So again, that's not to, um, scare anybody. It's to watch your details, double check everything. Um, and and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. And, and ask for help again.
1: Always, oh, it's yes. know. It's, In the design
2: world, I love asking somebody to lay a, a second set of eyes on things. Absolutely. I mean, because you think do have there's... a lot of
1: moving parts, and then don't you know hardware,
2: yes. rings,
1: finials, yes. brackets. How many brackets do you need? How many?
2: Yes, and that's and that's another part of window coverings is the hardware. Nothing to be scared of. Just have your list, your checklist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which would include. Your actual rod, your finials, your brackets, if you're doing rings or not, um, if you need a wand or not, if you're motorizing or not, there there's a not a huge checklist, but just mm-hmm. a checklist that you need to go through for yourself to make sure you've hit all the right parts.
1: Yeah. And when you're starting out,
2: um, you know, it's with Nadia. She, again, they all yes.
1: know that she's my... Uh, Protege, She's, Yay. you know, a beginner designer and she's yes. learning and, you know, she had made a mistake last week with some window treatments and my first instinct was to be frustrated, but then I thought back to when I first started mm-hmm. and how many times I would fight with the installer of the work. I'm like, no, 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 I don't want a center bracket. I don't, I don't want that.
0: <laughs> yeah. But over 72
1: inches, you really need a center bracket. No, 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 no. I don't want it. You know, and then I have to crow and go back and fix it because he it was right. A center bracket. I was wrong. And there, there are some sciences to it. I mean, there's weight, there's a physics. But I tell her just, me- just measure the room as a big rectangle. Mm-hmm. Show me the window as a big rectangle. Mm-hmm. Take those measurements. That's really all you need. If you can get that really well done, because there's a lot of things that until you get used to window treatments, you're not really sure of. For instance, you get the rod, the finials. But if you're too close to the walls, the size of your finial matters. Exactly. Do you want to go wall to wall? Do you want it just slightly off the window? Where does the bracket go? All of those things. Once you get used
2: to it, it's easy. Again, it's a checklist. If you have a checklist, exactly. make one for yourself and you, you won't miss these details. Yeah. If you think you know it in your mind, you're going to yeah. miss a detail. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the wall, like measuring the whole wall because it's part of the picture.
1: Right. Cause it makes, so as long as you have that, your basic, you could always fall back, like going back and looking at my measurements. Wait a minute. How much room do I have? Yes. How and photographs. Much- photographs, yeah.
2: photographs. In this day and age, you can sample with your phone. Oh, yeah. It doesn't have to be beautiful. doesn't matter. Just a photograph because you will forget things and look back at the photograph and go, oh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Interesting. For, we were talking about the, the little... It was a slight um, mistake <laughs> with Nadia,
1: but... We, it was a whole wall she was doing, of course, she wanted it wall to wall. Um, She had this look, this specific look that she wanted, this vision she had. And we knew that there was a sliding glass door on this wall with the other windows, but she didn't remember that it had a big wood trim around the door, including a really tall header at the top. So the brackets were going to be mounted onto the wood. Well, if you think about it, that's, you know, three quarters of an inch thicker mm-hmm. than the other so we you have the brackets that are adjustable thank goodness um but our returns now returns are something in window treatments and I don't want to get too detailed especially when you can't see me but it's the part of the window treatment of a drape that bends back to the wall so at the end of your drapes like where your finials are right the drapes bend back to the wall and they put a little hook on the wall and the last little they put a drapery pin in the, in the, um, in the panels and it hooks to that and it keeps the light from coming in the side of the drapes and it just makes it look finished. We had ordered a standard three and a half inch return, but because we had to make the brackets deeper because of the sliding glass door, the return on the drapes didn't fit on the right side. Right. So, you know, when we fixed it, we I just put an extra ring and luckily it was going to wall to wall. So it didn't really matter. Um, but, you know, it's those details that, you know, just draw the whole room, draw the wall, get all the measurements, take pictures. And then you have, you know, someone like Pamela that, well, that's your rep. You can draw the picture and send it to her. You know, try to do as much work as you can, because these well, poor, but, but I always but feel when bad.
2: start out, I, I 100% am happy. I get people, when they're first starting out with window covering, sending me pictures, measurements, and literally going, what do I do? And because excuse me because I've been a designer I know and I can guide them that way mm-hmm. and you're and that's what we're supposed to do as reps we have a drapery workroom we need to know our stuff and be able to guide you to some extent the other thing that I think is super important is your installer oh yeah worth their weight in gold yes. treat them well because yes. a good installer is busy because everybody knows they're good and yeah. they are your lifeline to window coverings if you don't really know what you're doing, your, win- your installer can help you immensely. Yes. And I used to have my
1: installer and, you, you know, Google window treatment installer, drapery installer. It's a, an actual trade. It's a real job. It's not just a handyman that can hang a curtain rod. Nope. Big difference. No, no, no. But I used to have my installer do the measure for me, mm-hmm. which is a great way to CYA and make sure you don't make mistakes. Exactly. It's, again, every set of eyes you have on it. But when I was first starting out, he would go and say, No, wait a minute, you're gonna have this, or yeah, you need a center bracket, or these rings are not gonna work. And I'd bring the drawing of what I want or a picture of the style I wanted and show him the window, even show him the fabric. And he would say, Now make sure you're doing this, make sure you get this. This is the hardware that you'll need. And when you're first starting out, they will help you because it it makes their job easier when they go to install it. Yes.
2: It does. And, and, they, and they're not going they waste their time. No. No. And to do a, a a final measure, like if you go out to quote something yourself, mm-hmm. take your measurements. Don't be afraid. But then mm-hmm. have your installer do a final yes. measure. It's worth yep. whatever that nominal price is to have it turn out well in the end because drinkeries yeah. can be really expensive. And if you mess yeah. them like
1: uh, A $9,000?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oops. Yes.
1: And, exactly. But they're like a, a, a measure is usually like around one hundred and fifty. Right. They'll go out um, and they charge things like um, installing a Roman shade or, you know, inside mount. It's like $20, $25 a window. It's
2: not. Most of them have a minimum. Yeah. So it's yes. Not one yes. Window. You're
1: not going to get them just to hang right. one. Right. Um, but it's worth it.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and your client's
1: going to pay for it. I mean, you pass the, the fee on to your clients. It's just part of the expense of having custom window treatments. Right. And
2: remember, uh, here's another thing that I've always felt in design, and I'm sure Chelsea's probably gone over this. Don't let your vision of what things should cost color what your client's vision is yes people will say to me is something expensive and i said well expensive is relative what's expensive Mm -hmm. to me might not be expensive to you or vice versa yeah i'm never
1: gonna buy louboutin shoes i love them they're beautiful on movie stars but i don't oh look at she's i
2: I might have a pair of louboutin shoes (laughs) i might (laughs) But, but I did have a boss. See? Yeah. Again. no exactly. but It depends, right? What your priorities,
1: priorities. are. And, and what you value. And I had a boss tell me once, um, don't ever tell or don't, um, don't ever decide for someone that they want to save money. Yes. Some people like to spend money. Oh, yes. It means, you know, and I always use the example, you can buy something, a pair of jeans at TJ Maxx or you can buy them at Nordstrom's. Same pair of jeans, maybe a little out of style, but...
2: Right, you get the service and I ours actually and you get have an and interest- you have more value, yes, mm-hmm. I actually have an, a quick story about that mm-hmm. when I was a designer in San Diego uh-huh, I had a client she was not in Rancho Santa Fe, the area we worked. I think she was i want to say it was encinitas, uh-huh, so one of the nicer areas in in San Diego, and she was young in her thirties and she wanted window treatments for her house. she had a, a beautiful house, but I walked in there was you know like a sofa and a bed that was all the furniture. <laughs> she wanted window coverings. so in my mind, I went in thinking you know, let's be a little cautious here. Mm -hmm. She literally looked at me and said, I want the most expensive fabrics you can find. What? Yes, absolutely. She was, uh, I think, a microbiologist at some company. Um, Her father was paying for everything. And I don't know why. I never learned why. But she spent an an enormous, um, uh, unheard of amount of money on window treatments. I was okay. like, I can help you with furniture. There's yeah. other things. <laughs> Let me tie the room and together. And she went with the bed wow. and the sofa and and um, wow, about $160,000 <gasps> in window coverings. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yeah, it was craziness. Shh. Now, again, there were swags. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> there were jabots. But, yeah. Uh, but there was a lot of really, really expensive fabric. And if I had gone in... And decided she needed to save money. Yeah. She probably wouldn't have used me as her designer. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. right. So I heard what she said and I went, okay, this is what you want. This is what I'll make happen. Luckily she said
1: that. Yes. Because again, it's part of your job. And I always say, you know, read the, read the room. You, you, you know, look at the bag they're carrying. Look at, you know, find out what is important to them
2: exactly. if they
1: travel a lot a lot of people put tons of money into travel uh-huh. or food or jewelry or you just you never know but it's part of that uncovering yeah oh we did this you and i could just talk for I hours know, so could, we are we'll be wrapping it up some <laughs> but i did this uh it was rancho santa fe actually uh, a bedroom and oh uh, she didn't care about money she liked the more expensive things right right and the swags that we did all the way down this massive window, and it was five hundred dollars a yard embroidered silk from a cravat. and the the beaded trim looked like earrings. I mean, they were gorgeous. And that you know, it was thousands and thousands and oh, thousands absolutely. of dollars for just one window. And it was beautiful. Yes. It, I wouldn't do that at my house. But right. that's But luckily you didn't let that color your, no. your design. No. Right? Oh, her bedding was gorgeous. We did an upholstered headboard in this kind of a liquid velvet, sagey green, oh. tufted. So the tufts really like caught the light. And it was a uh, Dupioni silk. Like I saved money by lining them with a the Dupioni silk mm-hmm. rather than the you know expensive face fabric. And... I mean, there's lots of ways, you know, little tricks you learn as you keep designing. Um, But yeah, window treatments are, can be expensive. They don't have to be expensive. You can just get dead panels, which we call, whether it's just a single width of fabric, your standard length, you know, 82, 84,
2: 96. Right. But even (laughs) with that, I wouldn't be buying it at your, your retail stores. No. I think I would be doing, as a designer, I wouldn't do that at a retail store. Your fabric. Um, companies such as Fabricut mm-hmm. can do that for you in any fabric you want, or a lot of us have panels that are just standard width, standard length that compete with those regular retail yeah. stores. But you make more money that way, exactly. Even if they're inexpensive for your clients, you are still making money on it. Whereas if you buy mm-hmm. them at well, one of the barn right or- one of the retail yeah. stores, you're not making any money.
1: Yeah. Well, and once you add it up, if, if the client's buying panels from, you know, Pottery Barn or something, they're not very wide. They're right. going to end up having to do two panels on each side. Right. They're not perfect. They're not lined. Usually they don't have weighted hems. They don't have, there's so many little details to a professional custom winter treatment. Yes. Compared to something that's just and again, off the rack. Details
2: do, but just going to, you can do very, very inexpensive or mm-hmm. you can do very expensive, whatever your client needs. So if you come out in with a quote for $10,000 for side panels and your client says, absolutely not, you can say, okay, I have another option for you. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't have to be expensive. No. There are yeah. always other options.
1: Yeah. It's always, it's the style. You get good, better, best. It mm-hmm. just depends.
2: Yes. That's their
1: budget. You know, all that
2: kind <laughs> of stuff. always get a budget. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much <gasps> for so being welcome. here. She's just amazing. Oh, so thank uh, you. again, I'm not getting anything for this promo. I really just want to speak from my heart and teach what I love. And I've always loved Fabricut and, and Trend. Again, oh, if you have a budget you. conscious, Vern Yip, which most people know. Oh, we love Oh my gosh. She has Vern. the best is- patterns.
2: Vern is amazing. Both Vern and Jacqueline are amazing human beings. Yeah, Jacqueline Smith. For Uh, those of us who remember Charlie's Angels, she's an original angel. She is stunning. Her patterns are beautiful. Yes. Just beautiful. And the new Inside Out fabrics. Mm -hmm. See, performance. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm a fabric junkie. Performance. But yes, Vern and Jacqueline are are stunning. And that's trend. Yeah. That's trend, which is our our entry-level fabric. Really inexpensive. I mean, you can Mm -hmm. get
1: fabrics $35, $40 a yard. It's Mm -hmm. not the crazy you know, the, the others will start at 65 you know, it's your different tiers. Like I said, it's and you like, can
2: get there that, that price point in trend, but yes, if you need a 35, $40 yard fabric, you, that would be your starter point. Yep. So yeah.
1: thank you, Pamela. So this was great. Thank you for
2: having me. This was so fun. Of
1: course. I'll have you back. We've got, I've got so many things we can talk about <laughs> with Pamela yes. every time she comes in. Yeah. We'll sit and chat and chat and chat. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in and please go to my Facebook page like my Facebook page, um, my YouTube videos. I really love the thumbs up and the comments. Ask me questions. Have questions that you want me to answer on my next podcast. I am more than happy. I'm here to teach and to spread the love of design and teach that it's not scary to be a designer. It's not hard to start your own design business, but you've got to take it seriously. This is a business. It's a profession. It needs your full dedication. And uh, come join, yeah, our our crazy culture of
2: designers. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Happy designing. Thank you.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Design for a Living with Chelsea Coriel. Our episodes will be dropping on Sunday, so stay tuned. We are on Google Podcasts and Spotify, and soon you will find us on YouTube, where we will upload podcast videos. So stay tuned for that and follow along. Thanks so much for being with us. Find us online at designforaliving.com. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and House at Design for a Living. If you'd like to submit a question or request a topic, email us at chelsea at com. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-A at designforaliving.com.